This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. For Sleazy, he's got a few days off coming his way. Good to see AK. How you been? Doing all right, man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's never going to not make me smile. I prefer lot. Emily's. I got to be honest. It's terrific. I originated it, but I like Emily's. Good. I like Emily's better. No, <laughs> <laughs> because it's a growl that's also simultaneously so you can you can hear the smile on her face. And it's friendly. Like if it's, you're walking, it's like uh, Simba early on in the Lion King before <laughs> oh, he became right. man at the like, hyenas. If you're walking through the jungle and you heard that, you're like, it's cool. Like you wouldn't be thinking, uh oh, we got to get the hell out of it's here. E- it's either friendly or it's dying. <laughs> it could be the last roar of this creature. <laughs> roar! There you go. That's, that's even that's too nice. It's There's too no graveling friendly. in it, that, no. which is what makes your guys well. So it's, it's a very childlike roar. Yes, like it's mm. the, it's the roar it's of whimsical. A, well, it's the roar of a young person, which Emily very much is compared to me, the originator. <laughs> well, and she got carded at the grocery store. The other day when was the last time you got carded andy it every once in a while it'll happen at trader joe's but i will say as somebody as somebody who bartended for years you card everyone yeah like there they if there are spotters in there like undercover people from alcohol beverage control abc yeah abc if they catch yep. you not carding somebody that isn't like 85 years old <laughs> what's going on over you here? <laughs> you can get in a lot of trouble like i i was fix that it was a loose bartender it was a loose bartender for the most part the one thing i was not though was carding what? i used to oh i used to card people they're like 45 50 they what is a loose bartender mean like you're pouring a heavy drink is that pouring a, a heavy drink okay. you know i could be generous with you know around on the house oh okay that the house isn't aware of this was the westwood brewing company as yes. many places but the westwood oh, okay. brewing company I, i'd say that was it was both my peak <laughs> and my low point at the same time is that why it no longer exists in part perhaps oh, they went under well after I left. I should have said yes. Well, no, no, no. I just want to be accurate about this. I don't think that I am the reason they went under. Contributing factor? If there was an oral history, I'll come up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's a good... By the way, that's a good lane to be in. Like, you want... You don't want to be completely forgotten. Like, hey, did you know Andy Kamenetsky? No, I don't really... It doesn't ring a bell. They go... Oh yeah, I knew, oh, I knew Andy. Yeah, if there was <laughs> an oral, for. if there was an oral history of the Westward Brewing Company, <laughs> I will come up. I I'm fairly certain that you and I crossed paths a long time ago without knowing that we had crossed paths because I wasn't a regular there, but Susan and I would frequently go there. Okay, were you ever there between the years 1996 and 2002? Yes. Do you remember a bartender who at the time had? Very spiky hair and used to keep it behind a visor. No, was that you? That was me. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Why the visor? Just to keep it out of your hair? Just to keep it, it out of, of your face? Just to keep it out of my face, and I just kind of like the visor as opposed to was it, the baseball Were you wearing it traditionally, or did you have it backwards, backwards. or upside down? Typically or? backwards. Backwards, okay. Typically a backwards visor. Because if you turn it upside down, it's like a cup for your hair. <laughs> <laughs> it could have helped at the time. I had very spiky hair. I guess right. it could have helped with the it's, molding. It's a little, yeah, it's like a uh, a mold. Yeah, yes. there you go. Like jello when you want it to look like a fish, <laughs> you put it in but there. But that, that was me. That was me. I don't specifically remember that, but I'm sure that at some point I ordered a, a drink or seven from Travis. you. Yes. So is DeAndre uh, moving up your list of uh, good guys in the office? He, nah, he was trying to make up for yesterday. That's what that was. Yeah. Look. Well, for more than just yesterday. It's a long-running feud. <laughs> DeAndre and I have a history of uh, acrimony. We, 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 we go back. We have a lot of beef. There's a lot of negative interactions. DeAndre and have. social. DeAndre from the Fun and Games Department. He basically might be my favorite person right now (laughs) because he came in with a giant sack of McDonald's this morning. Yeah, he did. And it was sausage McMuffins and hash browns. That's right. And it was phenomenal. It had been in the bag just the perfect amount of time where it was still warm, but it had melted a little bit. The cheese had melted. Oh, yeah. The, the, paper. the English muffin was just the perfect oh, there was There was grease at the bottom of the bag. <laughs> it was terrific. <laughs> was there were grease, grease spots. <laughs> that's what you want a couple. Like, that's yeah. how you know it's done correctly. Thank you, DeAndre. It was phenomenal. Yeah, thank you. Andy, you got so now, yours in a hurry, too. Is the easiest way to your heart, Travis? Just get you food one time? Probably. <laughs> so now, is the feud over? Is everything done? Is well, look, I, I, I'm, I'm willing to start over again i'm willing to just see how we go from here he shows up with another giant's hat we might have a problem but if he thinks he can beat me in a chugging contest where he barely even competes that's a whole nother thing but look i don't know how you could have any beef with the fun and games department the social department after the way they edited that video from the softball game in your favor 1005 i was wondering when that would come up the answer is 1005 i wasn't going to bring it up but i'm just saying i don't understand how you I feel like you kind of owe a lifetime of gratitude to people like DeAndre and his whole team. (laughs) Look, I'm more grateful today than I've been at any point in quite some time. A a bag of sausage McMuffins is... It's it's a winning proposition. It is a... It's the ultimate olive branch. It was a biscuit, though. Probably better on my end. No. Yeah, that would have landed better for you. He knew what to get. The uh, the, the biscuit's fine, but it's... The McMuffin is the way to go. Actually, the best would be the McMuffin middle inside a biscuit. A McDonald's biscuit? McDonald's biscuits are good. They're, they're okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're okay. They're okay. Well, I, mean, I love them. They the are McDonald's great. English muffins are nothing to write no, on. No, I know, about. but I like the chewiness of that <laughs> okay. McDonald's English muffin. Oh, so you muffin. like it to be bad bread? No, I like the chewiness of the McDonald's English muffin. Not the badness. I said nothing about bad. I want the So chewy is what you like out of bread? In that particular sandwich, yes. In and the little uh, is it dust, the, the, what, a dough, the, the little it is. cornmeal on the yeah, bottom, whatever, whatever that is, is, whatever those little pellets of yes. yellow stuff are. And then you're just like this. After, you want to lick your fingers where you're like, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe not. On here. your pants you or your socks or something. You can also do that with a biscuit because nah. of the salt and fat nah. <laughs> and the butter. No. Look, I'm, you know me. I'm team salt and fat. That's like <laughs> if I were ever going to be a rapper, that would be my name. <laughs> Wait, so, uh, so MC so, Salt and Fat. <laughs> all right, so let me tell you, let, let me tell you something. I'm back there with DeAndre. I'm like, hey man, thanks for bringing those in. And he's like, hey, have you ever had? a sausage McMuffin with a little grape jelly on it and I was like what he's like oh dude it's fire I swear I'm like I don't know and then he's like here try it he got the grape jelly I'm like so how do I put this on like like if it like was ketchup? ketchup yeah he's like you, you, you can do it that way too so I put a little bit of that you know 
strawberry jelly on it. And Grape or strawberry? Strawberry. Okay. Yeah. And then he's like, what do you think? I was like, ah, it's kind of a, uh, kind of a uh, McGriddle, but not my thing. Like, I wouldn't try it again. He I'm, I'm, I'm more intrigued than I am it. excited. Like, I, I think I want to try it to try it, but I think I'm going to land yeah, where you landed. Yeah. I've never had it, but I've heard of this. Okay. I, I, like I'm aware that together? this existed. Is it kind of like a very bastardized version of chicken and waffles where you got the sweet and the savory next to each other? Is that the idea? No, of it? I, I, it like, it's not chicken and waffle family. No, no. but, but no. chicken and waffles, the whole point is sweet and savory, right? right? You got the sweet waffle with the savory chicken. There's so too little a, There's too little of the jelly, I think, to really make it that much of a sweet savory. jar, Andy. <laughs> just pour it on top like a, like a stew. I mean... <laughs> Oh, you just you got hunks of McMuffin <laughs> floating in your jelly. I soup. mean, at that point, you're reinventing what the dish is. I mean, you're really changing this. You're you're turning it into Give a it transformer. A Give it a shot. Yeah, hey, it was a McGriddle. Yeah, uh, I watched BS High last night. Mm-hmm. Emily liked it, didn't love it because it left me super bummed out at the end of it. That it is deeply upsetting that this guy, this Roy Johnson guy, who is the coach of BS High exploited these kids the way that it looks like he did and and these kids are not in a better place because of what happened to them they're in a far worse place many of them how are they in a far worse place because they were sold a bill of goods number one number two he used some of these kids social security numbers according to the documentary oh. to take out loans to oh. defraud other people they the, have evictions, uh, evictions are under their under, names not his right that it's it's not okay great. so th- this is about more than just presenting a fake high school right. sports that program. is the tip of the okay. iceberg okay it is the tip of it's a compelling tip it's 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 really interesting that the idea and the kind of the crux of the whole thing i thought that was fascinating was he in in creating a fake school believe it or not is not against the rules like nobody specifically said you can't create a fake school and that's his whole argument it's a it's an absurd position to stake out but he's actually kind of right in that one little narrow category. Well, Clemson's but, been doing it for years. <laughs> well, this is your long-standing theory yeah. that Clemson doesn't actually exist. I don't think Clemson is an actual university. I've been to Clemson. Then right. you're in on it. That's Andy's theory. I have theory. friends that have gone to Clemson. <laughs> no, there's, there are no famous alumni from Clemson that are not either athletes or South Carolina politicians <laughs> who are a part of keeping Clemson going. Big it's a Clemson. good engineering part. It's department. a Truman show. <laughs> I'm here it, for this theory, it's by the a, way. It is, all it is is a fake institution that exists to have a football and basketball program that generates money. They have a bunch of different people who are extras. That is a, that, what you're what you just described is what the bad guy in BS High's argument is like. What's what I did any different than what IMG in Florida is doing? It mm. is a sports thing that is there for sports that we pretend there's school going right, on. Right, but the here. difference is with IMG, everyone's in on it and everybody's <laughs> right. aware of this. And the the kids are treated with a modicum of respect of like they have equipment, they have you mean places coaches to stay. and equipment yes. and medical trainers and <laughs> right. classrooms. You mean stuff. Food like to that. eat. Right. Food to eat. Like, I want to make it clear, even with my theory, I believe that the medical staff at Clemson is legit. Like, you know, they they, they have real trainers. Like, they they, they go all they out good on football this thing. players. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. they're doing this correct. It's just a fake school. Okay, so it's not a one, real school. One part of this doc, too, that I thought, okay, again, he's a scammer. He's a bad person. I'm not supporting anything of what he does, but... <laughs> 
when he says he calls into the grocery store, says, "Hey, I got to order twenty five rotisserie chickens." They make twenty five rotisserie chickens, and then he buys at the end of the day because they mark them down because no one picked up the twenty five rotisserie chickens. Honestly, that's kind of a good idea. If you can if you get past the part where he's basically chickens. stealing from the grocery store, sure, <laughs> it's not it, stealing. It, yes, it is. It, Why? It's because he's calling in under the presumption of paying full price, knowing full well that he's not going to do he's it. He's manufacturing a markdown. I, I, exactly. Exactly. Hey, but it's rotisserie chicken. Harms no one. <laughs> I like they, to think they, those they, chickens died for something more noble. <laughs> <laughs> they mark them down? This guy. Oh, yeah. Go look at, look at Jorge. Yeah, that's what, that's what I usually do. Oh. I go to, I go to I'm not the saying the that if you happen to go in to get toilet paper because you're out at the end of the night, it's, oh, that chicken's two bucks instead of seven? Give me a chicken. <laughs> I get that. That that That's just being an economical a chicken, shopper. A whole chicken, a pack of tortillas, and, and uh, avocados? You good. That's you're good. Those are, that's a meal. Yes. Look at Jorge. He's going to start a school. We're going to get some limes, right? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah. A little lime. But maybe he's on the grocery store for not having, you know, the reasoning, oh, you put a card down, whatever, you know, like you got to have a little protection for yourself. You're you're on the show tomorrow. Yeah. You watch the show tonight. I would love to have a conversation about it with you because it is this this guy is about as bad a guy as you're going to find. He's not great. And the kids are not in a good spot because of him almost exclusively because they they he preyed on disadvantaged unsuspecting unsophisticated kids to begin with and made it worse now is is he facing criminal charges no things? well not for this for uh for fraud for larceny lawsuits yeah there, but not for the fake <laughs> not school <for> the chickens <laughs> i don't know if albertson's has a warrant out for him i don't i don't, I don't know, know Ohio has what it is i don't know if albertson's has a police squad like, that would be the ultimate al capone situation <laughs> yes like, he goes, got him for the chicken got him for the chickens <laughs> it's his version of the tax evasion i'm in jail because because of the chickens, they got. I was sloppy with the chickens. I tell you, that's something that gets you no respect in the yard. <laughs> no. Well, he didn't look like there was a couple of shots of him in the inside. He didn't look comfortable. Like he, that's not his environment. His environment is somewhere else. All right, Dodgers open up a four-game series against the Atlanta Braves starting tonight. Two best teams in the National League. Does it actually matter, or are we zero and zero when we get to the NLCS? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. I think Carlo from the Fun and Games Department has a uh, Captain, EO, Captain EO shirt. Is that right? That is amazing. Wow. 
the old school Disneyland Michael Jackson space dancing movie. It's a very narrow column of entertainment that me deeply enjoyed as a kid. I can I'm g- thrilled to see that. I, I haven't seen it in 30 years. That's amazing. I can give you one even a little more narrow <laughs> involving Michael Jackson. In the early 80s, there was an album where Michael Jackson basically narrated the story of E.T., Oh, the movie. Yeah. I would like to listen to that. Yeah. He was like, E.T. went as home as fast as he could. <laughs> like, I, like, Michael Is Jackson. Is there any singing in it? I don't remember. It was. I remember it largely being Michael Jackson essentially reading like the book version of E.T. Like, the, what was those books with the golden spine where you could bring him yes. home from school? One of those yes. situations? It was Michael Jackson narrating the story of E.T., the extraterrestrial. This existed in the early 80s. Funchess yesterday had a t-shirt that was the 1988 Dodgers roster that animated. Nobody would mention the Lakers had one too in the 80s. Yeah. Right? That'd be the animated guys. Mm-hmm. Funchess had the 88 Dodger one. I was deeply, deeply jealous. And now he shows up with Captain EO. Something's going to happen tomorrow. There's going to be like a 1978 Royals t-shirt that I'm going to have to get my hand on again. All right. So the Dodgers open up a series. The the Dodgers, today's the last day of August, obviously. The Dodgers are 24 and 4 in August. They're 24 and 4 in August. They've won every series they've played in the month of August. They have opened up a lead in the division that is all but mathematically insurmountable, right? It's it's over. The Braves division is over. The Braves have the presumptive MVP right now. Mookie's right on his tail uh, with Ronald Acuna. The Dodgers are throwing their guys. The Braves are throwing their guys. You're going to see Freed. You're going to see Strider. You're going to see Elder. They're, they're Morton. You're going to see these guys in this series. Does it matter? Because if we get to the postseason and they meet each other, both of them will have already won a series. Both of them will be presumably playing well because they're still alive at this point. Is there any bearing on the next four days if there is a matchup in October? Yeah, I think it matters. Because if you're the Dodgers, you are sending a message of, we're coming for you. If you take three out of four in this series, if you look like the better team in this series, does it mean you're going to beat Atlanta in the championship series to get the World Series? No, doesn't guarantee anything. But Atlanta has been, from start to finish... Been good from day one. Yeah, they have been great. Like ESPN, for example, has a piece up right now about ML ML execs, MLB execs talking about how to beat the Braves. Uh A lot of them think it's not possible. This Mm -hmm. is one quote. They're the best team in baseball, and it's not even close, said one rival general manager from within their own division. Like, everybody thinks they are great. Mm -hmm. And as much as the Dodgers are rolling, there's still that question of how are they doing it? Like, how sustainable is it? Like, at this point, I think this is who this team is. It's just who they are. You can't do it this strong for this long without it just being who you are. Even if you can't explain it fully, it's who they are. But Atlanta, you can look at it and say, well, it makes obvious sense. This is why they're this good. The the Braves have been that all year long. But the Dodgers were that last year, right? And this is why I don't have a ton of – I'm excited to see it because I think the games are going to be good. I think that they're going to be fun to watch. I want to see Mookie and Acuna on the same field at the same time. All it, It's going to be fun, but I don't know how meaningful it is because we saw it last year. The Dodgers from basically opening day through the end of the regular season, they were one of the great teams of all time. They won 111 games. I think that's like the fourth or fifth highest win total in the history of the sport. They were light years better than everybody else. 
And then they played the Padres and they lost three times in four games. And I think it just speaks to the the randomness of so much of this that are these the two best teams? Of course they are. Should they play in the NLCS? It's possible, but I don't even know if it's likely at this point because one guy one guy has a bad day and all of a sudden it it's over. Right. It, but- the, the thing happens. So if they get back to this spot again, it they're both that first pitch and that first game, which would more likely than not be in Atlanta. Zero zero, and here we go again. It's true, but the thing is, though, in this particular scenario, the Dodgers winning, it's weird to think about it this way because it never is, the Dodgers winning would constitute the randomness because Atlanta's been the best team all season. The Dodgers actually taking out the Braves would, to some degree, be the randomness of they would baseball. be the underdog but i don't know if it's random and maybe i'm maybe it's a distinction without a difference but the that article that you're talking about the whole thing the, like the last paragraph in that article is oh by the way you know who's number two in all of this stuff the dodgers yeah. the, the dodgers aren't the fourth or fifth best team they're the second best team and the gap is it's not small but it's not huge it's not either. huge but they're right there you still want to if you have the opportunity Send a message to these guys. Maybe get them thinking a little bit. Because earlier this year, they took two out of three against Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And this is when they weren't even playing Mm -hmm. nearly at this level. Just put a little bit of doubt in their heads. Like, you know what? You guys are better than everyone else. But for reasons that maybe just come down to the randomness of baseball, you can't beat us in a series. You know what's funny? We match up better for whatever reason. And that's so much of it is you just don't know what's going to happen, right? That... The Dodgers and, and the Braves, maybe not quite to the same level of the Dodgers, but the Braves are certainly, they're probably third on this list. I think the Astros are either number one or number two. The Dodgers are number one or number two. The part that's hard is the part that they ace every year. The part that's hard is to go win 100 games every year, is to go win the division every year. And we'll get to this later on in the show, but... What the Rams are going through right now, this is the normal thing where you're really good, you throw everything you have at it, and it's like, guys, we're going to have to take a step back and kind of re- recalibrate so we can go do it again. You don't stay at the very top the whole time. That is so unusual. It's what the Dodgers have done. It's what the Braves have done. It's what the Astros have done. They've stayed right there at the top there for the better part of 10 years. It, it is kind of, honestly, in a weird way, a little bit comforting to know that maybe the randomness of this, that it's, they're not supposed to win. They can win, but they're not supposed to. And going into that series, I just don't know if tonight through the weekend is going to make – Freddie Freeman's going to believe he's going to win every time he walks out there. Sure. Clayton Kershaw. And by the way, same thing for Matt you know, Matt Olson and the same thing for Austin Riley and all the guys on the other side, that it's going to be whoever plays better in those four games. I don't know if there's a ton of momentum or statement. Oh, I don't think, look, here's the way I would put it. Does it mean anything, like the outcome of this series? No, it doesn't mean anything. But that doesn't mean it doesn't matter. Yeah. It can still matter even if it doesn't mean anything concrete. I think I'm just so far in my own head that I, I – and again, I know that there's nothing anybody can do about any of these things. But I was watching them again last night. I'm like, they're going to kick the tires off of these guys. Arizona's probably going to make the playoffs, or at least they're going to be in it right up until the very end. They threw their two best pictures at them, Gallon and Kelly. They destroyed them. They've they the Brewers, who are a pretty good team, they swept the Brewers. They've just been just dink, 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 just knocking guys off. And all I'm seeing, and I understand I'm cynical, I'm pessimistic. I don't know I, I, I understand who I am. I've got a good grip on it. 
I'm looking at it going, guys, now, now, at, in August, really, and I know there's nothing you can do about it. I know there's no solution, but yeah, I mean, I can promise you, you're not going to feel better if they go on a seven game losing streak. Not a seven game losing streak, but if all of a sudden the, 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 it just cools just a little bit to a more normal level of good, this is an absurd level of good. I just want it to be the normal <laughs> level of good. Are you worried that so it's like can, boiling like, over? Yeah, like you little, just want to turn the temperature just, on the boiling water? I want water? to simmer. I don't want a full boil. I want to be able to turn it up at the very well, end. Okay. Glass half full version of this, and I yeah. know it's the glass you, I, you've never looked at. Chipped and full of poison, as my friend Newey Scruggs said. What if this is their simmer? What, so what's the boil? They hit eight hundred for a month because they're hitting five hundred for a month. Six hundred. I look great. I hope you're right, but you're not. <laughs> the, There's the glass half the, empty. The, this is the you know what's wrong with Freddie? Nothing. He's just hitting 300 instead of 450. There's nothing wrong with him. Hey, why did he go? To, why didn't he get a hit tonight? Because it's baseball and it happens all the time. Because if you are what is he hitting now? 340 or whatever. If you hit 340, that means you're out six and a half times out of ten. He hasn't gotten out in three months. He's watching one of these the games. Outs is coming. Is it unpleasant watching these games with you 100%, in the playoffs? Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, deeply unpleasant. I should get you deeply together with my unpleasant. wife, who's a massive Dodger fan and is really not fun to watch this stuff with. Get yes. you two together. We we should do that because I I am chicken little. And then Susan and I can go off and do something. <laughs> you guys have gone have a great. You might, I think he's going to get a hit right here. I'm like, he's gotten two hits in a row. There's no way he gets three. <laughs> That's how I'm looking at all of this stuff. Yes, we'll 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 connect and we'll make it happen. The tenth annual SoCal Hyundai ESPN LA Golf Classic, presented by Coors Light and Hollywood Park Casino, is coming up a week from Friday. Next Friday at Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda. Special thanks to our partners Roger Dunn Golf, HJ Glove, and Callaway Golf. All right. Um Teams are starting to claim the guys that the Angels dumped. We'll talk about a little of them. Actually, there's a part of this that's actually pretty good news for the Dodgers. We'll get into that when we come back. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Years from home, the lights of the city twinkled in the valley below the little bean. The frivolous light was coming from a kitchen window at a boy named Elliot's house. The big guys playing inside made Elliot wait out front for their pizza delivery. Out back, the creature crawled into the yard and hid in a pool shed. He's just reading the script. It's like it's a table read, yes, only it's told, featuring Michael that's what Jackson. I told you, it's Michael Jackson telling the story of E.T. over the score by John, the classic score yes. by John Williams. Yet another time where, not thinking it through, Michael Jackson was targeted to children. <laughs> Well, he was popular, Andy. He was popular. <laughs> he was a very talented performer. Okay, like this, you know, I mean, the whole cancel Where culture you thing. Find? Is that on YouTube? Yeah. It, yeah, no, Andy, I, yeah. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. <laughs> he sent us it. Right, it has a YouTube from, component. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what else has a YouTube component? The Locked on Lakers Does podcast. It really? Yeah. Interesting. Five days a week, much more suitable for I've, I've heard rumors that it's very popular <laughs> in the Philippines. <laughs> it is popular in the Philippines. Like, Michael Jackson, like, you know, the, people talk about cancel culture and like, you know, like, is it appropriate to still listen to somebody or whatever? Like the moment where I truly realized, like, Michael Jackson is here to stay. All of the controversies won't matter. Like beyond the fact that he's so. Strange noises coming from the tool shed. He picked up his baseball and he threw it in. Whatever was in there whipped it right back. 
Michael Jackson is so ubiquitous, like his influence in music. Like if you're really going to like get rid of Michael Jackson, you got to get rid of Justin Timberlake, Bruno Mars. Like his influence is decades and decades. A couple years ago, there was a fundraiser at my daughter's old school. It was at a roller rink in Glendale. I think it's called Starlight. So it's a really fun place. But this was an event. It was pretty much rented out for the school. And it was targeted to kids. And the DJ for the roller rink was pretty much playing all Michael Jackson. <laughs> Again, at a thing for kids. I was like, clearly, just, he's here to stay. You, you, you're, you're too in the, in the know. You just yes. enjoy the music. No, <laughs> just, look, yeah. the, that's part of the problem. The, I, the music's really good. The music's that's really good. That's what I'm saying. Good. Michael Jackson has you know 50 songs that we all know. It's and really you hear good. It, you, know, you hear Beat It and Billy G. You're like, yep, I like this one. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, cool. And then you stop and think, you're like, eh, play the Elliot uh, E.T. thing. That is yeah. surreal. Yes. They have, like, other actors performing. Well, no, th- that's is actually that from, from the movie. movie. He up his baseball and he threw it in. Whatever was in there whipped it right back. Sure. <laughs> Why not? That's amazing. Yes, I remember this. This is going to be a uh, E.T. rabbit hole that gets explored a little bit later on. The Travis Lee Show's teamed up with Waba Grill to give away lunch for your office. Listen tomorrow during the Waba Grill lunch hour on 710 for the cue to call, and you could be the Waba Grill Workplace of the Week. That's tomorrow on 710 ESPN. Thanks to Waba Grill. Waba Grill, eat smart, be healthy. All right, so the Angels, what was it, two days ago, M, that the Angels basically said, uh, we quit. And they yeah. just they put all of their players that they had acquired at the trade deadline and then some others on top of that onto waivers. And any team that wanted to claim them in reverse order of record, obviously, uh, could for nothing, basically. All they had to do is pick up the, the remaining salary, so one month worth of whatever they were making, and they were on yours. Uh, Lucas Giolito and some others, Matt Moore, were very, very good players that could help some teams that you thought, okay, my roster set. There's no help to be made. Well, the Cleveland in, or the Cleveland Guardians, excuse me, have claimed right-hander Lucas Giolito. Not surprising. They got left-hander Matt Moore, who was the Angels' best pitcher. He was one of the few pitchers on that roster that was good all year long. He's a good pitcher. Right-handed reliever Ronaldo Lopez, who the Angels had also just acquired as well. They all go to Cleveland for the Guardians, who are 11 and a half out of the wild card, so that's a wrap. They're five back in the division. With a month to go, not great chance, but a chance. The Reds go and get Hunter Renfro, another Angel player that was basically thrown away. Uh, and they get Harrison Bader from the Yankees. Uh, they get him. They're only one back of the wild card in the National League, six back in the division of the Milwaukee Brewers, so that's unlikely to happen there. But the Angels just kind of restocked some bubble teams because they couldn't get their you-know-what together. Okay, now, has everyone been claimed at this point? Is there anyone still Gritchick out there? was not claimed. Is uh, there still time? Uh, they have to be on your roster by September 1st, so today. You could do it today. So some- I think the deadline is maybe like 1 p.m. our time. but This I, afternoon? Yeah, but I, I'm just... I'm just reporting what the Jeff Passan and them have. So if there aren't people, there might be still people in the ether. Because I would think, I mean, Grichuk's good enough to get claimed. He's not a bad player. Right. And if you're a team like the Marlins or you're a team like the Cubs and you're just kind of on the cusp of making it or not making it, why not? Why not take a shot? There's no 
downside to any of this. Now, the good news, I guess, if you're the Dodgers, is you're not going to have to see more Lopez or Giolito unless you face them in the World Series, which is incredibly unlikely. But look, don't tell me there's not a scenario where the Dodgers don't play the Reds in the first round and all of a sudden Hunter Renfro pops one in the eighth inning. He can hit home runs that, you know, I don't know, take your pick. Caleb Ferguson leaves a meatball over the middle of the plate. It's in the seats, and a guy that should never have been on this team is on the team, and you're out because the Angels don't know what the hell they're doing. They're messing it up for everyone. <laughs> Mostly the Dodgers. Like it used to be that the Angels were just messing it up for themselves, but now their incompetency has become a virus across the, all of Major League Baseball. <laughs> Are they – it's hard because when you're the B team, you're never going to get the scrutiny and the attention and the, quite frankly, just the care about that. If the Dodgers had had the last 15 years that the Angels have had, there would be riots in the streets. With the Angels, it's kind of like, look at those goofs down I mean, Maybe way. they're acting out for attention. <laughs> Perhaps. This, this is the only way anybody ever notices the Angels <laughs> is, is when they screw up. They're, they're the classic little brother. <laughs> the that, ha- that has Yeah, they're the middle child that has to mess everything up in order just to get mom and dad to notice. Are they the most embarrassing team in Southern California right now? Are they the ones that just like, they just can't get it right? I mean, I'm, try- I'm trying to think of another Padres? team. The I'm going to exclude them because San Diego is its own thing. Like I'm, I'm going to put them slightly down the list, but so Anaheim, Orange County, and LA. So not yeah. South South Los Angeles. Not South Los Angeles. South South Los Angeles is out. But okay, the Clippers have been better than they've been. They're still not quite what they anticipate to be, but they make the playoffs. They their their best players. Look, the Clippers are well run. Yes. The Clippers are a legitimately well-run organization. They It's unlucky. Yeah, they've been unlucky. They've made a lot of right moves, but like they used to be an embarrassment. They're not an embarrassment anymore. UCLA football. They haven't they haven't won a conference title in over 20 years. But they're not thought of as a football program. Okay. Like at the end of the day, they're still thought of as a basketball program. Okay. I don't know if the basketball program's good enough. They were good last year. Okay. So I mean, we'll give them a little. Their, their basketball program was in the. Was it? They make the final four a couple like, years ago, something like that. People care if UCLA football is good, but I don't think anybody necessarily buries their head in the sand out of embarrassment if they're bad. What about the Chargers? The Chargers have a winning record. The Chargers went to the playoffs, but the Chargers are intimately associated with being but, bozos. But that history was all connected to San Diego. Not last year it wasn't. No, Not but, the year before that but, it but wasn't. But Chargers gonna Charger. <laughs> right. That That's all rooted in San Diego. Like, let's be honest, most people in L.A. still consider them like a San Diego property. I, I, I agree with you, but they are here, and they're the two most recent seasons with an elite-level NFL quarterback. Justin Herbert is terrific he's terrific their coach just needed to literally do nothing and you go to the playoffs he opted to do something and they didn't and then last year they blew a 27 to 3 lead at the half they they blew one of a 5 to 0 turnover margin in their favor turned it in to a loss too by the way it wasn't Tom Brady it wasn't Jalen Hurts it wasn't Patrick Mahomes they lost to Trevor Lawrence and the Jags who had their first good season in forever they they at least can look the Angels in the eye and say well hold my beer well they have to be here longer okay like Come back to us in 10 years when inevitably the Angels are still doing this, but we'll see if the Chargers have kept up their nonsense in L.A. Like, I think the problem for the Chargers are is just 
you can't be the most embarrassing team in Southern California when you, or how we're defining it, right. like L.A., Anaheim, like Los Angeles broadly, when you've only been in L.A. for a couple of years. The like, kids, they haven't earned their stripes. Fair enough. Fair enough. The Kings and the Ducks have both won Stanley Cup championships. And, and, and the Kings kind of recently, the Ducks slightly less and, recently. And they're not doing anything embarrassing. No, they're not. This, it's the Angels comfortably, right? If, if we're not giving the Chargers at least a, a shot at the title, we're not even going to sanction the fight, in your words? You know what's crazy? No. We, no. Okay, they don't even get a shot at no, it. No, they, they, they have not. They need a few more tune-up fights. Yeah, they need a two, <laughs> few more tune-up fights. They're not high enough in the ranks. They they haven't been in the game long enough. <laughs> oh, fair enough. You know what's kind of crazy? It is not that long ago that one of the teams we would have compared would have been the Lakers. Yeah, but the history of the Lakers is not defined by being clowns. No, but there was a period for the yes. Lakers not that long ago where they felt as embarrassing as any team in sports. Not that long ago? You mean by like a year and a half ago? Oh, I'm not. Look, I'm not even talking like you're the talking, Russell Westbrook. You're talking pre-LeBron. I'm pre. Well, pre-LeBron, like first year of LeBron. Okay. Magic resigning, Luke out. Magic oh, yeah. calling Rob Palinka a backstabber. The the genie and Jim of it all. That period was chaos and embarrassing for Laker fans. Counterpoint the Angels. <laughs> Counterpoint oh, the last oh, month of the oh, Angels. Look. The, that's all. That's all Jeannie ever had to say when she was asked about this. She's been, guys, look at the Angels. That they were going to sell for probably about three billion dollars, and instead they did this. Mm-hmm. And the reason it went that way is because the owner just could not figure out what to do with Otani. Well, well speaking of Otani, like everyone's focusing, you know, the the guys that they put on waivers, and you know, so far. Five out of six, I believe that's what it is, have been claimed. It looks like it, yeah. Still a couple yeah, more. Yeah, just Grichuk is the only one that yeah. has not been claimed. A couple more hours for Grichuk to possibly get claimed. And, you know, if they manage to get all those guys off their payroll, it would take them about seven mil, shave about seven mil off mm-hmm. and get them out of the luxury tax. And I know a lot of people have focused on the money part of this. It's the compensation pick. It's the, exactly. Yeah. That is them saying, because if they end up under it's the luxury tax. saying they tax, know they're not going to get exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because fo- the, a second round pick's better than a fourth round right. pick. Everyone's focusing on the money. The real thing is them saying, he gone. Of course it is. We know he's gone. The second that Perry Manazzi and their GM did, hey, look, we offered an MRI and he said no. That to me, I never thought he was coming back anyway, but I always saved that little 1% of you never know. That was the... Okay, he he's 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 gone. We'd rather have a second round pick than a fourth. Absolutely, like it's the money. The money matters because the money always matters. The money's not the thing. I saw this. I'm, it's that pick. That that's the part that they were setting up because they know. Look, we're going to talk about this later. Nobody knows anything about this guy, Otani. We're guessing on literally all of it, but I feel pretty good that they know that he's not that, coming. I've back. never felt more confident that they know he's gone than that moment hey did you see foo coming up next it's travis and slee and he's in for slee on 710 espn what's up foos the matraca did you see the matraca indeed <laughs> i see? saw him pick it up and i said oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> that's the first time i basically didn't see you like kind of wince as it was coming you see like i could tell it was coming ready for i saw it? him pick it up <laughs> all right are you ever gonna put jelly on your mcmuffin again Hell no, never again. <laughs> you know, you got to try things once. Yeah, so I get I did it. That. I get it. What do you got for us? Uh, so yesterday we all saw uh, Messi played again, uh, and they lost. And they didn't. They didn't lose. Washed. They, 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 they tied zero <laughs> zero. 
But I saw somebody interesting taking pictures of him. It was Ken Griffey Jr. The kid was there trying to get a picture of Messi. So he's been doing photography after he, he retired. So once you hang up your mic, what would you like to do after that? Have you guys ever thought about what are you doing after retirement? So, I ha yes, I have. And, and I think something that I would enjoy and something that needs to change in the universe is golf course marshals. I would be a very good golf course marshal. I like golf. I like to be out on the golf you course. Like you get to be outside. I like rules. You're right. I do. <laughs> and most golf course marshals are huge pain in the ass. Lack whimsy. They're, they're, they lack whimsy, which I can, but there's a way to get guys to go a little faster that is effective, and there are other ways to do it. Almost They almost always do it wrong. I believe I would do it right and I think I would make a great old man golf course marshal. Okay. Did you also tell the teacher that they forgot to do homework? <laughs> no, because I didn't want to do that, but I do want to play golf faster. <laughs> Forgive my ignorance. What does a golf marshal okay. do? So they're the guy that usually has a red flag sticking out of the top of his cart. Okay, just so you know, it's not another player. So okay. you can see him from a distance. And if there's some sort of situation on the golf course, they can help you out with it. If something is broken, your golf cart, they'll run you out a new golf cart. But more often than not, they're out there to ensure that the pace moves along right so if you have a group on the fourth hole and there's a group on the fourth tee and there's another group on the fourth tee and a group on the third green and the fifth sixth and seventh holes are open it means the, these guys aren't going fast enough we got to go faster so you go hey guys there's a couple of holes open in front of you I either need you to really pick up the pace or I'm going to have to make you move up a couple of holes because we're going to we're, we're way behind already that's what they're there for they're almost always difficult to deal with I'd be very good at that okay all right, yeah, I could picture you doing well at that. Um, the thing I would like to do, I'm trying to think about this in terms of a way that it would feel more like relaxing after my mic is hung up and I guess my day job is done. I would love to be some type of chef for mm. people, like cook for people, but like the idea of going to some high-end restaurant, that's stressful. Like a personal but, chef. Right, yeah, maybe a personal chef. I don't know if I'm at the level. Well, you make your I, own pizza. I do make my own yeah. pizza. I make Is it that really your signature well. dish? Pizzas? Pizza, I can slow cook really well. You know what I've been making lately? Um, I've been doing a lot of like Asian stir fry. Okay. I've been do I I made over the last couple of weeks lo mein a few times. I made uh, pad thai. Like I, so you I, got some skills. I I think it turned out pretty well. Are you well. self-taught or did you take some classes? No, you I'm read totally self-taught. You re tinker or do you start with a recipe and then add your own twist? Yes, that is what I do. I start out with a recipe to get the base yeah. and to know, okay, what needs to be in there or wh what should I not put in if I'm going to mess around? Like what's going to screw up the flavor? How many walks do you own? I own <laughs> one walk, okay. but it's a good walk. Um, um, it's good. Yeah, I'm on care? personal... I'm a personal chef TikTok, and so you know people will talk about their how they got started as personal chef. And a lot of times, it's just people that went to culinary school as like they didn't start out out in that as their original job. They go to culinary school, and then they get a connection out of culinary school, and then they get assigned to one or two families, and then you as personal chef for these people forever. Yeah, I I really really enjoy cooking, but I know from having worked in restaurants and bars, and it's those hard aren't even work. Man. Yeah, it's not even high end or like <laughs> you know. You know, uh, like five star, white, whatever. That white is, linen, right? That is really stressful, and, and frankly, I'm not good enough. But I do think I cook well, mm -hmm. so something like that I think could be enjoyable. Maybe like if there's very... some leftovers tonight. If you whip something up, a little something <laughs> works its way in here tomorrow. You know what? Maybe you know what? Maybe I could make pizzas for the show Ooh. tomorrow. Maybe I will. Ooh. Only if you put them on the yes. floor. Good. Uh, so... 
place Emily's under her desk yeah. when you come in in the morning. Of course. Mine, I think, again, in hopefully long time from now, uh, but I would want to be like one of those uh, people that like rips tickets at like a movie theater if that still exists. I was just going to say, does that so exist Some now? places still do, but like at the place I go to, it essentially just checks the tickets, but I would like to be in some sort of like working at a movie theater in some ca- capacity, like either like helping to be a manager of it or like, you know, helping with the programming and stuff like that. So I think I would want to work in a movie you theater. You should be at like Vidiot's. Somewhere yeah, I would like love that. to work for Vidiot's. You, you would be great there. What's They'd, Vidiot's? I don't know so what that it's, is. So um, it's a woman-owned uh, like... Uh, movie theater in Eagle Rock. It just reopened um, this past uh, summer or this summer, and they have just a big, a good amount of like different movies. So they have like some old movies, occasionally have new releases, but it's a very small theater. They do they screenings. Have, yeah, they do screenings. They have. They also have a video store attached to it. Like I always like when I was a kid, I always wanted to work for Movie Stop, but then Movie Stop closed before I was able to work there. But anyway. That would be interesting. Yeah, I'm actually going a uh, week from today. They're doing a showing of To Live and Die in L.A. Ooh. Uh, William Friedkin, they're, they're saluting him because he just died recently. I'm going with a few friends of mine. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. We're going you should to eat start afterwards. your podcast, too. If you don't start it before okay. your retirement, the MTV podcast or whatever the podcast of 2046 is, yes. you should be on that. What is your theme? Do you know what you want to cover? Uh, for the podcast? Yeah. It would probably just be... Movies, television, just whatever I'm watching that week or whatever. My opinion. Well, you have a and why you're wrong. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's, that's that's my take. Here's uh, why you like. Here's what, what I can't even say it. The <laughs> thing you like is wrong because. <laughs> just go from there. Well, or you have a YouTube component. <laughs> yeah. You know what does have a YouTube component? Locked on Lakers, as does wow. Locked on Rams. As a matter of fact, it does. Locked Amazing. on Rams does. Is there is there content every day? There, five days a week, wherever wow. you get yeah. your podcast. Never behind a paywall. Never. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is pretty cool. Uh, wide receiver Deshaun Jackson, former Ram, started. He's starting his own series called Pros versus uh, Pros versus Bros, where you can compete against him and other pro athletes in drills with the chance to win some cash prizes. Do you really think there's people out there that can take on pros like this? I don't think so. On drills and running well, first drills, of all, full we speed saw this with like Pros that. versus Joes, right? And they clearly realized that had been taken. <laughs> so let's. Yeah. What's well, wait, the closest? Didn't the Joes, didn't the Joes win on, on like a, the the final game or something like that? So to answer the the question, not often, but yes, there there are some guys out there through circumstances, reasons, shall we say, didn't work out, but they have professional level athletic ability. I just found out uh, my back my daughter's back to school night was last night. I couldn't be there, but my wife was and her the the coach of her volleyball team last year who we're hoping is going to be this year. She's trying out next week, but he apparently played professional basketball like overseas for a year or two, something like that. Like I had no idea. I figured he was athletic cuz he coaches all these teams and he looks athletic. But he had played at a professional level, so he's somebody that if he was on pros and bros, assume pros versus bros, assuming he stays in shape, he might be able to surprise somebody. It wouldn't happen often, but it would happen. There, there, there's a guy out there that didn't have the backing, the money somewhere that can really play golf. That if you gave him an 18 hole match against, I'm not saying you could go put him against prime Tiger Woods, but a middle of the road tour player on a day, could he beat him? Sure. Ten out of ten, no. One out of ten. 
just the Absolutely. right day. Just the right yeah, day. Yeah, there's a there's a whole form on this tweet that I have. There's a form that you can fill out with your information and stuff so you can compete against them. Various and, sports? Yeah, no, what's just football drills oh. versus Deshaun Jackson. And then the first event is slated for September 6th here in L.A. I did stretch so, yeah. two days ago. Maybe I should go I heard about give this. It, give it a shot. Yeah. Don't I look better? Did you? How'd you feel? <laughs> Terrific. It was. I don't know what you guys have been keeping this a secret for so long, but I felt so much better after I'd done it. Just elongating the muscles apparently has some therapeutic benefits. It explains why Matt Burke was walking around here with like a single tear going down, going down his face. This is really emotional I'll, for him. I'll give Mason. Mason's the one that kind of gave me the final nudge because it was a very strategic. I think you might like. I did and it. That was it. I did it the day of the pickleball tournament. I felt incredible. It was awesome. Yes, it was. I I can't wait for him to come back. Put it that way. All right. What do we know about Otani, and is his price higher because we know nothing? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.